BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back. It is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, the home of NASCAR Roots, your digital home track. And man, they do a great job on there. And speaking of doing a great job, we are going to Colleg Racing up in Welcome, North Carolina. Joining us is the crew chief on the number 16 car, going to Indy with A.J. Allmendinger this week. Matt Swiderski joins us. Hello, Matt. How are you? Uh, doing well. Thanks for having me on today. It is great to talk with you. Obviously, we called you up. We want to talk to you a little bit about Indy, but I do want to talk a little about a season to date and how things are going with Colleg Racing. And, you know, so uh, that's kind of my first question. How are things going uh, first full year crew chief, couple of different drivers up there, kind of assess where you guys are at. Um, so it's, you know, we're kind of just past the midway point in the season. So it's kind of a, a good time to go back and kind of reassess where you're at. And um, it, it's weird to think back to the beginning of the season. Uh, when we went to the West Coast, we didn't even have a shop. We were still in the back corner of RCR, um, barely, you know, had enough people, enough parts and barely putting it together. And uh, you know, now we're to the point that we're able to work a little bit ahead and, and start putting in place the, the processes that we want. Um, so from from that standpoint, you know, really proud of, of, of how things are progressing. Um, and from the performance standpoint, you know, we, we know it's a first time team and, and cup racing is really difficult. But, you know, we, we have our ups and downs and, and are at least building a, a foundation to build upon. You alluded to the challenges at the beginning of the year with parts and all that. Now that it's become kind of a rhythm, um, what's your race week look like as a race team, trying to prepare yourself for the following week with, uh, with, with what's the week look like? So the, the nice thing now is, um, you know, we're, we actually have uh, cars in the shop that are, are two weeks out ready to go. So, you know, we have to kind of balance our work week between doing our, our road crew duties, you know, final scale and everything on, on this week's Indy road course car. But, um, the Michigan cars are out there and start their alignment process this week. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of ran into some issues recently where, uh, we weren't used to having as many options for the mechanics to work on out there. Everybody knew what car they should be on. So we had to work on the management side. So I know we, th this is the focus right now. We need to get this one done. So good problems to have, um, for sure. You mentioned it and, 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 and Matt and the gang had us up there for your open house in May. Um, living in an apartment, living where you're in the process of moving is a nightmare. I can't imagine what that's like as a race team, that uncertainty. It has got to be a great luxury to have your own, to have your own place now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's the next gen car presented a, a lot of challenges too, where um, it, it wasn't a case of just going back and making stuff. You had a, a, an insane inventory of very specific parts all the way down to nuts, bolts, and fasteners. And we're scattered across buildings that we don't even own. And just, we spent more time just looking for parts to, to build the race cars and try to get organized. So, so now to have a place to, to build a home and let the mechanics kind of set up their work areas um, has definitely streamlined the process. Uh, I mean, it's a miracle we, we got to the racetrack and got all the cars together 
the way it was at the beginning of the season. You, you talk about all the challenges of all the all the new pieces and parts, and you're you're working with three drivers that really are new to you. Uh, I mean, AJ, I guess, has got a little bit of history, but uh, and and going through that, talk about the challenges of of that in in preparing for three guys at different events, and and all three of them really being kind of open notebooks to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, everybody, you know, the next gen kind of at least partially cleaned out everybody's notebook, but I think everybody was able to start creating a notebook a lot quicker uh, at the beginning of the season with one consistent driver. Um, you know, even though I had some past history with AJ from last year, it, it was really just road courses. So the first couple times we went to an oval with him, we, we really had nothing, had no, you know, we tried to look at his Xfinity stuff and learn from that, but really had no idea what he needed. So when we kind of hit the swing where we had, four races in a row with him kind of midsummer here it it was a blessing for us to really start to refine and work on what he needs in the race car um you know we had the west coast swing with daniel and uh probably had more success than we expected right off the bat with him which was great but um you know it it definitely uh you know i'll put some of that to luck and and some of it to uh my race engineer worked with him last year so had a really good notebook of what he wants um so it was you know it's it's been good and you know we got more races coming up with no where we, we still have a lot to learn about what he needs in a race car and 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 all three of your guys are xfinity regulars um talk about is that time that they have on track before you get practice and qualifying is that beneficial is it beneficial to have the race on saturday and and, and what drawbacks are there to because the cars are so different anymore to to having that guy that does double duty yeah, I think there's pros and cons for sure. Um, you know, I usually post-race have a have a call with them after they finish their Xfinity race, and I feel like we can at least learn kind of some of the trends of, of which way the balance went for them. Um, you know, we kind of can learn a little bit if they've put resin down, what they thought of that, if it was beneficial, or if there were any, you know, any issues there, putting right sides in it or getting all the way up in it. Um, so kind of those basic things have been useful to get that feedback, but, um, you know, compared to years past, it's obviously quite a bit different where, you know, air pressures don't quite line up, adjust chassis adjustments don't quite line up, but, um, you know, track time, still track time, uh, braking points change for the short track with the, with the massive brakes and big tires we have on this car. But I think still, still getting in that rhythm, they've, they've done well with that um, and, and brought some benefit to their first laps in the cup car, I think from being on track already. Matt, I shared, you know, that I was up there on campus and saw your new building. And what I found fascinating, and this is just a radio guy, I'm pulling out of your parking lot and Austin Hills Xfinity cars rolling down the road, down to the engine shop. And I'm sitting there talking to somebody and the big machine cars driving up the road. The interaction there at Richard Childress Racing, you got Richard's teams, you got college racing, you got big machine. How does that all work? And is it is it is it beneficial to have the real true multi-team campus like that to, 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 to work with each other on. The NASCAR season is here and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it, you know, it's a little bit of kind of like a college campus and, and it's uh, beneficial to have uh, people with different, different backgrounds, different perspectives, you know, especially when we're focusing on some of the same issues that we need to fix. Um, I know all the Xfinity guys work really well together um, and, and spend a lot of time trying to share, share their information. You know, we, we get to work really closely with RCR. Unfortunately, Petty GMS is, is at a different location. So uh, we have to work a little bit harder when we're, when we're working with them. Um, but it's, it's definitely a benefit having everybody on campus here. Um, as long as it's not raining, it's, it's pretty busy. Cars going back and forth between Chassis Dino and up to the Hawkeye at RCR and um, spend a lot of time shuffling cars around, but it, it works well till it rains. Yeah, it was just neat. It just was really cool. Matt, I want to talk a little bit about your career, your journey. You came out of college. Uh, you have the uh, Bachelor's of Ma uh, Mechanical Engineering at Kettering, and then you have a, a Master's uh, from Purdue University. You came out, you spent a lot of time with Richard Childress Racing, took a year, went with SpaceX, came back to Richard Childress Racing, and then you spent a little time with Todd over there at Penske Racing. Um, how beneficial uh, was, was, was stepping away, particularly to go to Team Penske to kind of see things? How, how did that work in your career development as you ultimately moved back to RCR and then over to College Racing? How did that couple years at Penske help you develop? Well, uh, I think first thing is just getting out and working with other crew chiefs is a huge benefit. Uh, you know, I've, I've got to work with a couple of crew chiefs at RCR, but, you know, each crew chief, I think, brings their own their own strengths. And, you know, that I've worked with some crew chiefs who are really good team builders and some who are, you know, brilliant vehicle dynamicists. And it's just good to see everybody's different perspectives on how they approach a career that's not the most defined career. It's just kind of, you know, whatever it takes to get the job done type of career. Um, so that was that was a big benefit getting out to to work with Todd and Paul Wolf, Paul Wolf and Jeremy Bolins and and Brian Wilson and all those guys and see some new perspectives. Um, really, really learned a lot getting to work for Travis Geisler for a while. I, I seen how different competition directors handle it. I thought that was beneficial. Um, but then one of the other things that was a little bit different for me um, on the crew chief side is when I worked at RCR, I spent so much time on the engineering side where. Uh, you know, whether I was designing spindles or um, chassis, front clips, different geometries. Um, when I then became a crew chief at RCR, I had uh, a, a bit of a personal attachment to some of those designs that may have fogged my decision making as a crew chief. Um, so when I went to Penske and they said, you know, here's your box of parts and you go racing, it, it was kind of refreshing in a way that I didn't have to try to defend or, or wonder if I was defending my own design. I, I just had to try and execute with the team that I was given. And, you know, it was, it was kind of refreshing for me to kind of reset there. That's cool. And, and, and I want to go back even to a, a deeper one. Tell us about SpaceX. Yeah. <laughs> He's a rocket scientist. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess sometime in 2011, uh, I kind of just one night, I guess, just sitting outside, looking up, thought like, started thinking about space and thought it would be something cool to get into um, and was just kind of stir crazy in racing. I'd been a race engineer for a little bit and just wanted a new challenge. Um, so I applied for, a, uh, I started looking at job postings at SpaceX and the one that they had was a, 
a data acquisition job. And I said, well, that's how I got into racing. Surely I can do that on Rocket. Um, so I interviewed for that position, but they ultimately didn't want me for that role. They put me, they talked to me more about simulation. So they put me in their dynamic sim group. Um, so I was in a group with people who went to school for aerospace, knew everything about rockets and felt really out of place for a little bit. Um, but they kind of used that to put me into roles that whenever they had something that wasn't typical, you know, rocket science, engineering stuff, they'd give that project to me. So it was uh, a lot of the landing simulation was stuff that I worked on. Um, some of the stuff, like one of the difficult things about uh, the rockets, the hardest part is transporting them. So, you know, rockets are designed to be pressurized and, and pointed upward when you turn them on their side and don't pressurize them and then ride them down the highway from California to uh, Cape Canaveral or, or Vanberg, they, they take a lot of abuse and bending moments. So um, I did a lot of analysis of rockets driving down the road. <laughs> wow, that's fascinating. Do you, I mean, you, you obviously have come back to, to NASCAR racing and this, this, is, this is where you found a home. Do you still follow the space program significantly with that experience that you had there? Uh, I still I still keep in touch with some people and still still enjoy it. Um, but while I was out there, I, I just missed racing too much. It yeah. was uh, it's a uh, SpaceX was a fast paced industry, but at the end of the day, we were, you know, you were launching one rocket, and it wasn't the same as racing. Where you know maybe if we launched you know thirty six to forty rockets at the same time, and we saw who got to space first, maybe that would be more you know kind of feed into the competitive side, you know. But uh, the pace was a little bit different. We're like, you know, like, like Todd knows and like you both know in racing, you know, on Saturday or Sunday, how you did that week. It, it's pretty clear. Every, everybody makes it clear to you. So um, having that fast pace and quick feedback has been, you know, something that I've missed while I was out at SpaceX. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty cool. You talk about the gratifications of Saturdays or Sundays. Returning to a place that you first won with AJ last year. Uh, Got to be excited to get back to Indianapolis Motors. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it, it's it's weird to think back on that day. I mean, it was, uh, it, it's crazy how quickly it's, it's gone and where it's a, a year away, but um, excited to get back. Uh, you know, there's, Every time we go to the track with with AJ, it's you know, you know that practice is going to be a challenge. Uh, I don't think I've ever unloaded anywhere where he was 
happy with the car in practice and you know he's he's emotional and passionate and but it, you know if you can survive the practice you're gonna have a good day and there's there's no question he's giving it his all so it, it's it's a lot of boxes to check on our end to make sure we give him everything he needs but uh definitely looking forward to getting back your 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 tenure there at college has been with AJ on road courses, but but I'm sure in the past you've had other drivers on road courses in your Xfinity career. When you go to a road course with a world class, probably I think you could almost you could probably make the claim that AJ is probably the best road racer in NASCAR racing. Again, it, it's situational, and other guys could step up and say you've got that guy in the handful. Is there a difference though in 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 the in in all of the T's crossed, the I's dotted? Is there a difference in what you have to give a guy like that that's world class? Um, I don't I don't think it's as much a difference. It's just that he's so so specific and descriptive of, yeah. of what he needs or what he's looking for uh, and that's what i found is just the the difference maker with him um so you, you kind of have to get up to speed with his vocabulary uh, on what he's trying to tell you but um as long as you're prepared to kind of work in those areas it's it's just you know he he's he can maximize the braking and and probably beat just about anybody in the corner if you give him the platform he needs but uh if it's off the littlest bit, he's, he's going to tell you. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge because it's just hard to get right sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's the, it's the ever never ending pursuit of perfection. Right. I think is, yes. is and he's any fashion about it. I got an opportunity to work with him back in 2012. I, I I've experienced the same things as, as Matt and uh, he, he, he's vocal, which is great, but he's, he's focused and he's driven on what he's, what he's trying to make. Um, Going back to Indianapolis this year, seems like uh, there's been a couple of changes within the racetrack, and I'm, I would think you guys have seen that in the simulator or at least information. Can you kind of explain uh, what the evolution of the racetrack is up there? Yes, yeah, so the, the the biggest thing that I'm sure, I'm sure will be a, a big point, a talking point, is just the, the curbing, the permanent curbing. Um, so uh, hopefully hopefully that cleans up the race and, and doesn't ruin what was a, an absolute great race for, for the fans, I think, last year. Um, so I don't know that that'll change a whole lot from our end at, you know, setup wise, we've, we've run through all of our setups on the simulator and been able to work through that area. And, uh, you know, the next gen car probably masked a lot of those changes where if we were going back with another gen six car, you know, we might've changed our approach a little bit, but it's kind of, uh, a lean on previous road course races with this next gen car type of situation for us right now. And, and of the three road courses we've run so far, what what translates to Indy? What's closest? Um, so we're we're leaning back on a lot of our Coda notes. Um, part of that is because that was our our best race by far, um, and we, you know we missed it a little bit. I'd say at Sonoma and and Road America. Uh, in the past, we've been able to take some of our Road America notes and apply them pretty well. But um, for our particular case this year, it, it's definitely more based on Coda. Uh, and we're lucky enough to have a little bit of simulator time down at the GM Tech Center, so we can we were able to work through some of those issues. Um, but you know, we approached it like any other road course where we we have the alliance with RCR. We can look at what the eight did at Road America and try to apply some of some of what they learned to our Coda setup, and hopefully have something that's a a, a step in the right direction. 
Pretty nice to have that combination, that is for sure. Finally, Matt, I want to take it off the racetrack with you as we wrap up here. Uh, I always poke around, snoop around on social media, and I see a company by the name of Swiderski Properties. Uh, am I right? You dabble in real estate on the side up there in the Winston-Salem yeah. area? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have a, have a few apartments, uh, industrial bakery, a furniture shop, um, skateboard shop, a bunch of uh, little little buildings that I rent out. So just uh, I tried to look for a hobby that I wouldn't lose a bunch of money in um, and hopefully maybe make some money at some point. So uh, that's been going well, but keeping me busy in between racing. An industrial bakery. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And a furniture shop. And a furniture shop yeah. and a skateboard shop. Wow. So he's, so he's got yeah. he's got some rental properties that he can supply the furniture to out of a uh, yeah. 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 Oh, I love it. I love it. All of yeah. us take on on hobbies that cost us money. You you found one that can break even or make money. That's 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 spectacular. Good for you. Neat stuff. Matt, we really appreciate the time joining us here as we roll into Indianapolis. We wish you the best this weekend and on throughout the season, but thanks for joining us here on Crew Call. Perfect. Thanks for having me on. There we go. Matt Swiderski joining us from up at College Racing here on Crew Call. Stay with us. We'll be back with more. Welcome back. It is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, the home of NASCAR roots. Flowracing.com uh, forward slash go MRN. Matt Swiderski, um, what a fascinating guest. Yeah. We, yeah. Were, we were just yucking it up during the commercial break. Yeah, Who it's... knew that a bigger challenge for a rocket than going to space was going across country on the back of a pickup or a back of a truck? Yes. Yeah. It, it makes sense when you really think about it, but... Um, I wouldn't have thought of it that way until until he starts talking about it. I mean, it's it's uh, it's what an interesting background. A great guy. I, I enjoyed my opportunity to work with him at Team Penske. Um, he's a he's he's a class act and, really, and really really intelligent and diligent on on how he works at things. I can understand why like SpaceX would put him in the in the simulation department. He's uh he's pretty spot on when it comes to that. One of our crew guys, uh, production staff, Hank said, "Yeah, that damn pothole in Louisiana. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like you have a SpaceX rocket that can go to space, but a pothole in Louisiana can take the thing out thousands of miles an hour, but it can't deal with sixty five <laughs> down the highway. Um, it's a uh, but but that's cool. And really, the the development and the growth of College Racing. Yeah, you know, that's that's really." Uh, he's been part of that. He was he was their cup program last year out of RCR. He kind of came over to do the limited races. Um, I wish we could have dumped him at Indy because we would have won. We finished there second, second to him there. But, uh, um, wish, you know, it's just uh, you know, wish we would have dumped him at Indy. And really, you know, you talk about it, and, and, and for Team Penske going back to Indianapolis Motor Speedway this weekend, that's hollow ground, right? Sure. That's Rogers. Roger, yeah. That was Rogers, like, baseline, and then he bought the place. Like, it's hollow ground. But – for AJ, it's a pretty big deal too. No doubt. You know, it's it's. I remember AJ leading the Indy 500 in Rogers' car. That's a story somebody should dig into at one point. Knock the seatbelts off while he's leading the Indy 500 in his in, in oh my God. Indy car. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, had to make a decision what he was going to do there. Fortunately, he uh, he came down pit road, put seatbelts back on. But oh my gosh! Yeah, it's a it's that's a place that's pretty special to AJ as well. So it's... to win there last year, I'm sure was was pretty special and. He'll be on his game coming this week. Yeah, yeah, he really, truly will. Fascinating stuff. It really, truly is with uh, with AJ and with them up there. One of the one of the, the 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 hot topic we've one of the hot topics we've had this year is Trackhouse Racing, and obviously they have skewed everything as far as small team, new team goes. But when you look at College Racing, has had a really, really good season, and 
set aside this week's penalty, Front yeah. Row Motorsports. If if we didn't have Trackhouse, we would just be raving about how good college racing and how good Front Row Motorsports are this year. Unfortunately, they're they're under the shadow of Trackhouse. But th- this this platform, this race car, has really changed things dramatically for a few of these new or smaller teams. And Colleg is poised, is is good and poised to yes. potentially be really well. Yes, yeah, they are. And, and Matt alluded to it when this next gen car came out. Everybody's notebooks went away. So history and, and advantages, it's all wiped out. Now we've all got a new new uh, new notebook, and um, it, it leveled the playing field back to start the season, and we've seen some guys take advantage of that. And, and most of our smaller teams are, are more competitive. The racing's been great. Yeah, it, yeah no it's, doubt. It's across the board, and we've seen struggles. You know, this car is hard enough to drive that you see struggles in every organization. Uh Maybe minus the track house guys. Right, exactly. That that skewing the 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 but, curve totally that team has. But everyone else, you're right. But I mean Hendrick at times has had well, I mean they're 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 the I mean Chase has been phenomenal lately, but they they've had their challenges. The yeah. the Gibbs guys have had their challenges. Well, Penske, going, I mean if one road course you can go to any worthy. insert major team name here, they've had their challenges this year outside of track house. But we've also seen, you know, that was now granted the whatever happened, but was what the 11th top 10 finish for for Michael McDowell or something like that? It's more than he's ever had in his career. Um, and it's I think somebody put out there was like he's had the seventh most top tens this year of anybody. Yeah, the like, the the running position there's there's some stats out there that are just ridiculous how that team has performed. And again, set aside whatever happened this week with the penalties and everything, the car is performing well, and we're going to a road course track. Yeah, where he'll get around there really well. Uh, of course, maybe with or without crew chief, depending on what they do there. I would anticipate an appeal for at least one week. <laughs> at least one week, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's because because you look at it, he's still twenty six in points, so yeah. a win still oh, puts him in the win mix. Still puts him in. So and you take McDowell, and you want your A game, your crew chief there on the box at there. Uh, another team I'm going to be watching. I'm going to really watch Chris Busher and mm-hmm. see what he does up at, up at uh, Indy this week. I'm excited about. I am. I am. Uh, it's been interesting because we're like, Brad is going over there to run this team, and we're going to see what Brad's going to do. We're going to see what Brad's going to do. We're going to see what Brad's going to do. And Brad has been a little all over the map. This thing has probably benefited Chris Busher as much, if not more, than anybody else. Look, he qualified fifth at Pocono. He's had really good runs. I'm anxious to see what that goes. This is this has elevated Chris Busher pretty well over there as well. Yeah, I, I, I and, and I, I felt that way. I used to fly with his race engineer uh, to the racetracks, and, and he – he spoke immensely about uh, about Chris's talent and what they could do, and uh, good to see this reset kind of kind of put him in a good position. And I, I would, if you didn't say it, that was where I was going to go was Chris <laughs> Buescher. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't take my eyes off of Brad this weekend either. No, he's I, just he's Brad Keselowski. He's Brad Keselowski. He's he's been decent at road courses at times. Their road course program's gotten better, and. He elevates when it gets to be special races. Yeah. I, I've watched that at Team Penske. You know, when mm-hmm. we hadn't, when we needed a win at Indianapolis, Brad went and got it. Like, like he's just, that guy. He's, he's that guy that when when the going gets tough and, and there's an me, opportunity out there, put me in coach. Put me in coach. Yeah, he's yeah, the put me in coach guy, and we're getting to that stage with Brad. Yeah, it's it'd be interesting to watch this last five races because I did pick him to win that before the before the. Uh, regular season was over, so I, I got five more chances to see that happen. Yeah, and he's that guy, that is for sure. Wow, fascinating show, great, great stuff, really, really neat, fun stuff. Uh, great, great uh, con- uh, conversation here across the board. Uh, Indianapolis has their own radio network, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network, so they have the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series race. Motor Racing Network, though, 
I am telling you, we have got some geeked up MRN guys. Alex Hayden and Chris Wilner. Chris will be on pit road. Alex will be in the booth. They grew up going to IRP, ORP, whatever it was, is running around getting autographs from their favorite USAC racers. Well, Motor Racing Network, including Alex, including Chris, and the whole crew will be at Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park. Friday night, 6 o'clock, the Reese's 200 Arkham Menard Series, and then at 8.30, it is the T-Sport 200 for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Can't wait to see those trucks and the ARCA cars back on IRP. That is going to be a great, great Friday night of racing. Love that racetrack. Love that racetrack. It's a... I, I, I've raced a lot of Bush cars, uh, nationwide cars, back in those days, what, the, what they called them, what's the Xfinity yeah. Series now. But uh, been there several times. Great little racetrack. Progressively banked. You run up against yeah. the top. You're not down on the bottom. Uh, it suckers you down there to try to make passes. It's good short track racing. Uh, fortunately, got a chance to win the last Xfinity race there with Brad Kozlowski in 2011. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Neat stuff. Yeah, it is cool. cool. So, so. I, I love the race racetrack and the – the environment's just phenomenal. It'll yeah. be a great show. It'll be a great show, that's for sure. So that's Friday night. You can find the entire schedule at MRN.com and even get reminders whenever we are on the air. You can do that as well. Hey, I want to ask you right now, do us a favor with Crew Call. If you're watching this, uh, wherever you're watching it, wherever you're listening to it on, like and share. This is how podcasts are grown. Used to be we'd advertise. It used to be this, that, and the other thing. Like, share, review. If you like what you're getting on Crew, uh, crew Call, like, share, review, and spread the gospel here as we uh, as we build this program together, and we ask you to join us in that effort. We really, truly appreciate it, and we do appreciate Matt Swiderski joining us. Great stuff. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Great guy, and, and good to get a, a glimpse behind the scenes of some of the guys that, you you know, our fan base don't really know. Mm-hmm. And, didn't know we had a rocket scientist in the group. Got a rocket scientist in the group that worried about 55 on the highway, for sure. Uh, we appreciate Matt joining us. Uh, he's Todd Gordon. I'm Steve Post. More important, though, than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Crew Call, presented by Flow Racing, the ultimate digital home track for race fans everywhere, whether it's dirt, asphalt, drag racing, or off-road. You can find it. More information at flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. We'll talk to you again, everyone. Thanks for joining us here on Crew Call.